Hello and welcome to the TTI Distribution Download, the podcast where we talk about all things happening in the world of electronic components with the specialists of TTI. Today it's another installment of Big Ideas and Little Known Facts about Connectors with John Sandy of TTI and Dan Venuto of Molex. Thanks, Jim, and welcome, everybody, to TTI and Molex's Big Ideas and Little Known Facts podcast with me, John Sandy, from TTI, and with me in the booth, Dan Venito from Molex. Today, we are going to be talking to Pat Killian, Global Product Manager in Molex's High Power Group, to discuss product development and the importance of distribution to that team. Hi, Pat. So to begin, can you tell our audience a little bit about you and your background in the industry and Molex? I I started out originally as a manufacturing engineer, and then I transitioned into sales after about three, four years. And I was in sales as a local sales rep uh, in the Chicago area. I moved into a position managing the sales team here. Um, After a few years, I moved over to our international marketing group, which I only stayed in a couple of years. And then I moved to a product development position. Um, And since then, for the last 18, 20 years, I've moved back and forth between global sales positions and global product development positions. I'd say roughly half my career has been on sales side directly meeting and talking to customers, and half of it has been developing new products for our salespeople to go out and show. So that's some fairly varied uh, careers inside of Molex, Pat. If you if you look back at it now, um, and given what you're doing today, uh, where where do you see th- that um, that has sort of built you into the person you are, and how is that helping you develop new products in the high power group? So that's that's sort of very philosophical, John. Um, I'll I'll tell you what I always tell young people when I'm talking to them. I think that it's best early in your career to make options for yourself. And that's definitely what I did. You know, I, I tried to do as many diverse things early uh, to, to build up different capabilities. And then, you know, later in your career, you can you can sort of specialize or you can specialize. But I think it helped me immensely that I had plant experience, operations experience, sales and product development. It, it lets you be more holistic, you know, in my current role. Um, product development, it helps me a lot because I can think about how our customers are going to use it, what their process is like. I can think about how our plants are going to build it and what our processes are are like. And then, you know, from my sales perspective, I can, you know, sort of um, understand what customers value. At least I hope that's what's going on. That's a great answer, Pat. That's exactly what I was hoping to get to. I think a lot of people um, don't really understand the whole process as they go through. And I think if you've had experience all the different bits, it makes it much uh, easier for you to understand what it is you're asking for when you actually ask a question. So thanks for that. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Fun fact for the uh, audience out there, my second role as Molex, the district sales manager, uh, Pat was one of the people that interviewed me. So, um, you know, I appreciate it, Pat. Thank you in <laughs> I, front of the world. I remember, yeah, I remember that well. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, see, I've liked you from the beginning. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. So to our audience, if it wasn't for Pat, I may not be on this pod- podcast right now. So anyway, Pat, uh, can you tell us a little bit about High Power at Molex and what makes it such a good fit for distribution? Sure. Sure, I can. Um, so we've 
we've got a really large team. We've got design engineers, manufacturing engineers, FAEs, product development people like me right now. Um, and we're, we're focused on all aspects of high power. And by that, I mean, there's connectors, right? I, I'm a developing connectors, but part of, part of our team also includes our bus bar business segment and our cable assembly business segment. And we all work together. A lot of times it's, it's the connectors that we're developing. We feed the cable assembly team or we feed the, the bus bars, but we all often, when, when we're talking to customers on development, we're all in the room or really we're all on the zoom call, um, you know, working through the, the options. So we've got these, these multiple design centers, these multiple plants. Um, and I think that um, we're developing lots of new families. So, and I know you'll be asking about those as, as this goes on, but the the value that we get with distribution is because we're developing so many new products, it's, it's the distributors that have many more, you know, TTI has more salespeople on the street than Molex. So there's lots of contacts that, that that John, your people make, and then bring bring opportunities to us, and we work together on them. So I think that you know we're we're great at developing new products. You're great at introducing them to the customer base. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point there, Pat. I think uh, I certainly look at the TTI journey and look at where we're focused now, much more into the engineering groups and much more into bringing new products to them. Can you put a, a value, uh, and I know it's going to be difficult, and maybe it's more just a perception than anything, of, of early engagement through distribution on the new products and, and what value that brings to the group? Yeah, you're, you're critical to us, John. You know, um, as, as we um, are developing new products, you and I talk all the time. And um, it, it, just as we're releasing them, you're placing initial orders. So you have stock. By the time... A customer sees the part, whether they see it in like an online ad or if a, a salesperson comes into the um, the design center and is showing some samples around, you've already got all the different varieties on the shelf. So if one of the um, design engineers sees something they're interested in, they can get it in, I don't know, 24 or 48 hours from you. I'm, I know you guys ship every day. So, um, you know, that that is really um, of great value to us. It's also of great value to the customer because, every, every, you know, everything is speed. Everything's velocity, you know. And once you've found a solution that works, you just move on to the next problem. So I think that's that's a huge force multiplier for us. Yeah, I agree, Pat. It makes me think of a, a, a lovely phrase. I love it when a plan comes together. So, yeah. <laughs> It's definitely, so do I. It's definitely yeah. working. So, okay. So, getting into the products a little bit, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on from the product point of view in in high power these days? Sure. Okay. Uh, so, the the our venture into is it, really high voltage and high current. So that that's the way we talk about it. High power is fine too. I think a lot of our customers that are going to listen in are are they're going to think high voltage, high high current as well. Um, so we really got into this with circular contacts, and that that's what I'll be talking about today are 
all of our products that use some sort of conical contact. Um, we got into it with a product called Centrality about five years ago, just, just almost five years. That's a board-to-board -board system. And over the last six or eight months, we, we, we offered a wire-to-board product about three years ago, and now we've really started to develop new products. So six months ago, eight months ago, we, reduced, we introduced a product called PowerWise BMI. That's a, a blind mating panel to board system. It's available in three sizes. So it, it's three different um, current ranges up to uh, 300 amps per, per circuit. Um, and then we've got a product that we just released in um, May called SW1. And that's a positive locking wire to board product it's a right angle connector um, that will um, you push down like in the z-axis onto a pcb and and lock it into the pin and the reason that a right angle connector is really valuable there is it um, there's no cable bend radius so these are you know sw1 also goes up to a it has a 300 amp solution that means the cable that's crimped to this connector is roughly the diameter of our thumbs. So it, 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 the cable bend radius would be huge you know, for something like that, with several inches. Um, and by baking at a right angle connector that, that pushes down onto the pin, you eliminate the bend radius. It's also really short, made it stack high. So those are a couple of the, the things that we've done here in the last six months. And Pat, just to follow up on that, what, you know, as our customers are listening here, what industries are we focused on with these high current, high voltage uh, connection systems? Wow. It's, it is very diverse. Um, electrification. So when you look at that electrification, you know, there's, there's a big push to, for alternative energy and energy storage batteries. So that's one. Um, under electrification, there's EVs, you know, the, the, as we replace the ICE engines with EVs, there's a big bus bar that runs through the bottom of our cars, and it goes from the batteries um, through an inverter and then to the um, engine, the motor. And so, there, and that replaces cables and all, all the devices that went with the electric, the ice engine. So those, there's a lot of board to board, a lot of bus bar to bus bar connections. So that's a huge, huge driver for our centrality line. Uh, we're seeing them in um, industrial applications. You know, we've, we've all seen videos of, of these huge pallets that are moving through conveyors that are like three or four feet wide. So they're being used in there because there's a lot of current draw. You know, you, you can imagine there's a, if you're moving a pallet that weighs hundreds of pounds, you know, you need a, a really powerful motors driving it. Um, we've got product on e-bikes. Um, we've got products in um, the charging stations for EVs. We've got uh, products in supercomputers, huge, huge um, applications in supercomputers because they're driving so much power now and, and artificial intelligence uh, is a, a real driver. Um, so it, it, it spans all sorts of markets. About the only thing we're not selling it into is uh, 
home appliances. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And just for our engineers out there, what what voltage ranges are we targeting with these uh, connection systems? So most of our product goes up to 1,500 volts. Some of it tops out at 1,000 uh, but those those are the two ranges. There are some of the really smaller pitch, like we've got some, some of our 3.4 millimeter size. When, when I talk about size, when I say 3.4 millimeter or 6 millimeter, I'm talking about the diameter of the male pin that's mating into our socket, whether it's on a cable assembly or a board application. It's always, a, we, we have four current sizes 3.4 up to 11 millimeter. And um, so on the 11 millimeter, the pitch, the pitches on, on any of our products that have multiple circuit counts, they're large, you know. Um, but when you get to that 3.4 millimeter size, sometimes we prioritize space, you know, connector envelope over voltage. So we have some that are as low as 400 very few of those most everything else goes starts at a thousand and runs up to 1500 and pat if i remember digging back into some product training you gave us recently uh the actual depth of the conical socket does not change as the power goes up is that right that's right so that's that is the key differentiators and uh, value adds of our high current, high voltage contact system. So there's there's about three different technologies out there. Um, there's a, uh, a crown style, there's a um, hyperbolic, and then we have a conical contact. So the, the real advantage of, of the conical, particularly over the hypercube is, as you increase the diameter of the pin from 3.4 millimeter up to whatever size, say, say 11, um, the height of the socket never grows. In, in our case, it's 8.8 millimeters tall for all four sizes. Um, for some other technologies like the, the hyperbolic, as you go to larger and larger pins, you also have to grow the height of the socket. And that's just because with a conical, we can offset the mating interface to one side. Um, so it always it's always in the same location, you know, just about three millimeters back from the edge of the the housing that it gets placed into. With a hyperbolic, it's always in the middle. And as you you grow the the pin diameter, you have to grow the height um, proportionally more. So that it's it's if space is an issue. Um, these conical contacts, the people that are using conical contacts have a real advantage. So, Pat, just to recap that, it sounds like, uh, you know, we can fit more power in a smaller package at these high voltages. Is that correct? Yes, though it's sort of deceptive to say that, but yes, Dan, it's true. And it, 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 the, um, the, you're right, because we're shorter, we take up less total space for the same current. That's absolutely true. X and Y, they're about the same, but Z, we're, we're a clear winner. Oh, that's critical. I know there's some engineers out there listening right now that are concerned about that Z axis. So, And Pat, as we uh, continue to talk about the core socket technology here, what are some new connection systems that are coming in the near future using this technology? 
So we've got four products that are already released, and we sort of touched on those. It's Centrality, it's PowerWise, it's PowerWise BMI, and SW1. Okay. So we've got uh, two new products that we're going to release in the next six months, and we're also expanding some of our existing products also in the next next um six months so for expansions we've got uh power wise the versions that are out today are six millimeter and eight millimeter they're basically good for the six millimeter goes up to 120 amp applications the eight millimeter goes up to i think is 185 within plus or plus or minus five amps it's it's 185 and then um, but we're coming up with a 3.4 millimeter version so it'll be um, we're, we haven't finished all the testing. It's probably going to be rated for 75 amps per circuit. Uh, we're offering it. We're going to. We're making some expansion. We're we're enhancing it. So the um, the headers are molded out of LCP, so it can be reflowed. So it'll go through a, a regular reflow process. Um, we've got. It's mechanically keyed and color coded. So we've got two different, we've got a black version and we've got a white version. They don't mate together. Um, you have to mate the black cable assembly to the black header, the white housing on the cable on that on a different cable assembly to the white header. Um, we're doing that. So a lot of times customers have more than one cable assembly in their device. And you want to make sure that you don't accidentally mix up the two cable assemblies. If you just have one interface design you could take cable a and made it to header b and vice versa if you don't have some sort of mechanical keying if you do that when you energize the device you burn the device up so by having mechanically keyed parts you prevent that by making them color coded it's easy for the operator to make them together it is um, available in vertical and right angle parts as well um, so we're going to be selling both the components or we're, we're also going to sell cable assemblies. If somebody wants to build a, buy a finished cable assembly, we'll offer that, but they can buy the, the crimp contacts and buy the header uh, housings and build their own cable assemblies as well. Then we've got a, a product called Hypercube. Uh, that's a new product that's coming out and it's originally, it's initially going to be offered in a six millimeter size, good up to about 110 amps. It is a, while, the 3.4 PowerMize is a two-circuit connector. This is a single-pole, single-circuit connector. Uh, it is going to be a, a right-angle mated system only. So the um, the cable assembly will is going to have a right-angle PCB receptacle. So the socket is attached to the board. We're doing it with a screw mount, so you can attach it to a, a bus bar or you can attach it to a PCB. And then the... Um, mated cable assembly plugs into the side of the connector. The reason that we're doing that is, again, um, we talked a little bit about bend radius earlier. So if you have cable assemblies that come in straight to a right angle part, um, you don't have to worry about bend radius. So you get a very tight pitch, you know, or a, a very tight um, spacing to the board. It's parallel to the board. Uh, fits in really tight, tight, constrained spots. Uh, we're offering that one in three different colors. It's also, it's mechanically keyed and color coded as well. Uh, and then an expansion that we're doing, uh, going back to expansions, for the centrality system, the, the versions that we have today are for mezzanine style 
board to board or bus bar to bus bar or a mix of board and bus bar applications. So the boards have to be parallel today. So we're coming out with right angle sockets and right angle pins um, so that you can begin to make right angle board to board mates or coplanar or inverse mated where you've got uh, one board up board upside down relative to the other. So it'll give our customers uh, a lot more options when they're trying to figure out how to uh, build the inside of their device. Hey Pat, thanks for that look at the future. I feel a few more NPIs coming TTI's way and uh, allowing allowing uh, engineers early access. So thanks for that. Just uh, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but just give us a feeling for the the relationship between TTI and Molex and and what makes it so special. I think every company tries to carve out a niche for what they're going to be good or hopefully great at. Uh, based on what they think customers want, right? What, what are customers going to value? Um, at least they should be trying to do that. So Molex definitely focuses on certain areas. Um, we are, you know, we try and come out with innovative products. That's what I do all the time now. That is my whole job is to think of innovation, innovative products that are going to help our, our customers solve a problem. Um, we're really focused on high quality products. We're focused on products that we can run at really manufacture really high volumes, right? That that's sort of our niche, or at least that's my version of our niche. I'll let the C-suite decide if I was right or not later, if they ever listen to the podcast. Um, but but there's some trade-offs uh, for any strategy, right? And I think that one of the areas, because we're really focused on high volume manufacturing, um, we're not as nimble as some of the other customers or suppliers. And our lead times direct are not great. They're okay. There's nothing horrible about them that, that I'm ashamed about, but they're, we don't ship in two weeks. So I think one of the key values that you bring is, you know, you stock our products. You stock our products early on in these MPI packages when we're first introducing something. Those are really great for the the design engineers who are at the concept stage on a new product because they can go ahead, they can see what's available and they can get it from you in 24 or 48 hours. The other role that you provide though is you can take it right from that concept all the way with that set that customer to, you know, full production and support them all the way through. And I know that you work with your customers and they'll say, hey, I need this part and I'm going to buy 30,000 a month for the next year or the next two years. And you pre-position them so that they can get it in a week or two weeks or whatever you negotiate with them. And that's a huge advantage. You basically cover one of our weaknesses by offering that service. One question I want to ask is we talk about uh, additional capabilities. You've been touching upon cable assemblies. Can you, um, you know, expand on that a little bit and what a customer could expect uh, if they need a full cable assembly and not just the connector? So we've got uh, product managers around the world, in Europe, in the Americas, in Asia, that work with our salespeople and work with John's people, the dis distributor salespeople. Uh, and when a customer comes to us and says, hey, this is, I need some cable assemblies. This is how much power I'm going to run. This is sort of the uh, the configuration, I'm, I need positive locking or, hey, I have a really tight envelope. I can only allow this much space on the panel cutout. Our, our, our product managers 
on the cable side, along with the salespeople can, you know, offer suggestions and show you, show our customers, maybe we have an off the shelf product right ready to go. Um, we're also always interested in looking at, you know, custom requests, you know, so, you know, we'll, we'll have a product and somebody says, Hey, it would be perfect, except it's not mixed layout. You've only got power. Okay. So we'll say, well, we could potentially mix some, some signals in there. So we've got that, that type of conversation going on. Um, and the cable assembly group has the tooling to make that happen. They have all of the applicators, both our Molex applicators, but we also have a lot of customer applicators. So, you know, we would love it if both ends of the cable assembly had a Molex connector. That That's the ideal. We, we know that only works part of the time. So if it's a Molex and somebody else, we've got a lot of applicators so we can put somebody else's cable assembly on it. We have some quick turn capabilities. We have the cable creator, which I know you're aware of, where somebody can come in and within a few minutes, you know, pick, you know, you can pick a, you can pick a housing, you can pick a wire gauge, you can pick the plating on the terminals in that housing. And then within, I'm going to say five minutes, you can get a, uh, a drawing from Molex, from our cable side that says, hey, this is what we think you want. Is that true? We can get you a quote, you know, real quickly. Um, and then if it's in more detail, you know, it, it, we get our cable assembly engineers, you know, talking online with the customer's engineers and, you know, for more sophisticated, more or challenging applications. You know, the cable assembly capability when it comes to TTI, this is one of the fastest growing areas for TTI with Molex. Um, one of the, for the customers out there, you know, TTI is able to bring a lot of value because they'll come in and buy a year's worth of inventory. Let's just say 10,000 uh, all at once. Molex is able to run that and get the efficiencies of 10,000 and then deliver it to the customer in inc increments of a thousand or less, whatever your monthly demand is. So um, really wanted to reiterate to our our audience the capability that Molex has here with cable assemblies and our partner TTI. And I, I know that just in the last month, TTI took a stocking package on the off-the-shelf PowerWise cable assemblies. So, you know, you may already have them, John, uh, or if not, I'm sure they're inbound to you shortly. But it's the, they're pre-built cable assemblies, maybe one meter long, two millimeter, two meters long, with connectors at both ends, or one end has a connector and the other end has a battery lug, or one end has a connector and the other end is blunt cut, so a customer can, um, you know, early in the design, customize it and crimp some other connector companies product on test it out. So I, I know you've got um, a, a wide, wide portfolio of, of connectors and cable assemblies to support new design. Hey, Pat, thanks very much. Appreciate that. I'm pretty sure that is in stock now, but I'll check that after the podcast and let everybody know. <laughs> We've covered a lot of things there. Really appreciate the insight. There's a lot of things for our audience to sit back and have a think about. Obviously, all that information is then available on the Molex website or coming to TTI's website. I would thank you, Pat, very much for your time today. Um, I'm, our audience has learned a lot. And as always, I learn something new every time we, t we do speak. So I'd like to thank you for your time uh, and thoughts on today's podcast and um, look forward to maybe talking to you again in the future. Thank you. Thanks, John. It was great talking to you too. Thank you, Pat.
Take care, Dan. That's it for this episode of the TTI Distribution Download. For more information on any of the topics you heard about today, reach out to your nearby TTI branch at 1-800-CALL-TTI or visit us online at tti.com. Thank you.